Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, we are asking you on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your least favorite cookie? My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We're going to get to that question, 651-641-1071, but I wanted to quickly do like a little bit of sweeping around the Will Smith cleanup as we have this breaking news uh, that Will Smith will be banned from the Oscars for 10 years. There was something that that we sort of talked about really briefly during that Dirt Alert update around this. We talked about it being a multi-layered onion um, because to the point that he is banned from Oscars and Oscar-related events for 10 years, but that does not prevent him from being able to win an Oscar, and he got to keep the Oscar he already won, but he's already removed himself from the Academy. So... I guess my question is, what does when he said he removed himself from the academy, that just meant he removed himself from the voting, right? I would assume, yeah, like he's not a member and right. therefore will not be a part of the group voting. Okay, and 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 I guess I I didn't ask further questions when he removed himself from the uh, academy, he with no uh, chance to come back at any point, right? Well, I don't I, I don't know how you get in. So, like, maybe that opportunity will be extended or afforded him in the future, but f- uh, presumably not for 10 years anyway. Yeah, well, he's not doing nothing for 10 yeah. years. That's I mean, that's not nothing. Yeah, I will say, you know, again, I just think this whole thing was really about um, cleaning up after themselves making mistakes. Mm-hmm. That is the Academy itself. And they did apologize in this letter saying during our telecast, we did not adequately address the situation in the room. And for this, we are sorry. This was an opportunity for us to set an example for our guests, viewers and Academy family around the world. And we fell short, unprepared for the unprecedented, which I think is really just like we're not responsible. <laughs> right? No, you right. should have had a plan. And it's totally, you know. Um, reasonable to think that you would have a plan in place for somebody showing up on stage and assaulting, you know, mm-hmm. another person. Yeah, because if it weren't Will Smith, it could be any. It could have just been a random yes. person in the audience. It could have been or... a seat filler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I'm sure they would have had a plan in place for that person. I get that this was historic, but that's not an excuse. I'm glad though that they at least admit it with words, right? That this was their responsibility. I think. Will Smith has already apologized and begun to do what he needs to do. So this was really more about the Academy doing what they needed to do. I I do want to just read one more piece of this uh, letter from uh, the president, uh, David Rubin and CEO Don Hudson. 
where they say, we want to express our deep gratitude to Mr. Rock for maintaining his composure under extraordinary circumstances. We also want to thank our hosts, nominees, presenters, and winners for their poise and grace during the, our telecast. And I'm just glad that they brought up uh, how how absolutely and completely centered Chris Rock remained in the face of that moment um, because there was, you know, he he had an opportunity to make an impulsive choice. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, he made the right impulsive choice, which was drop it, move on, and then get out of there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so anyway, okay, now let's get to that question. What's your least favorite cookie? Bradley, Cookies. why are we asking? Did you know that Fig Newtons aren't Fig Newtons anymore? I am. This is troubling to me, and I don't know what that means. They're not even fruit and cake? Well, what do you fruited, mean? Is there no fig? fruited cake? Um, no. So I saw this story over at the takeout, and they don't actually call Fig Newtons anymore. And the person who wrote this is, and I will never stop talking about it. Apparently, in April of 2012, the fig was dropped from the Newton, meaning, but just in name only. They're just called Newtons. So, no. So no. I didn't know this, and I've actually eaten Fig Newtons. I also think they're a horrible cookie. Oh my gosh, I love Fig Newtons. You're a thousand years old. I know. Because they, they have like a... I had them recently, and I was like, what is this weird... Like the grit? No, not oh, the grit from the fig. Part. I'm talking about the weird cardboard uh, surrounding the mm. gritty fig. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, I just wanted to have a, a conversation about the cookies we like least. Now, that said, like most things, like cake, for example, even bad cake to me is still cake, so I will eat it. Cookies might be bad, but I will still eat them. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. what's your least favorite cookie and uh, i don't know if you have strong feelings i can well, happily tell you mine. i'm still working through my fig newton feelings because the thing about fig newtons is that newtons had other flavored newtons too apple so, yeah and blueberry so are they just all newtons just and you newtons, just have man. to pick your newton yeah pick your juice newton no what's your least favorite cookie besides a fig newton yeah i mean fig newtons are gross but i don't so even good. think they're cookies i, I just think them. they're like weird I think they're like doo-doo biscuits. Um, oh, okay. okay. So. I was going to say cakey delights, but okay, whatever. Okay, sure. Um, no, I think oatmeal raisins are trash. Yeah. Not just as a cookie genre in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. of cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, Again, I will eat them because cookies. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't mind the oatmeal. It's the raisins. I find raisins to be offensive just in general. In I'm not far surprise behind. Surprise raisins. I no, thanks. raisins to feel good about my choices. <laughs> So cookies should never make you feel good about your choices, Agreed. right? So Agreed. a cookie that makes you feel good is not a good cookie. Agreed. That's it's not doing its job. Please quote that. Put it on a t-shirt. Thank you. Chips Ahoy kind of make me sad. Why? What, why, what made you sad? Because about they're it? processed-y? No, just because they're kind of hard and not in a <laughs> yeah. pleasurable way. Well, yeah. Americans. If I may speak for all of us, I do think Please. that there's a part of us that for sure speak for the female ones. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a no brainer. I mean, you didn't even have to say that. Obviously. Okay, uh, no, but I think we tend to despise crispy cookies, uh, whereas mm-hmm. the the British love their crisp they like cookies. A snap. Well, I do like a digestive from over in the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay, a biscuit. Also, okay, I'm sorry. Did you call about... me old for loving a? <laughs> Fig Newton, yeah, and she just said, "I do like a digestive." Yeah. First of all, if you eat a cookie, 
named Digestive. <laughs> Not only are you a thousand years old, but that's disgusting. That's nasty. We're going to have to get to some kind of import place and have I'm these I'm fine with that. Day. I'm fine with trying them, but it doesn't sound like something my tummy would be asking for. No, it doesn't sound like... Holly, what is it your least... It would reject it. Uh, other than uh, your other trash takes on cookies, what what's your least favorite? Uh, ginger. Oh, like a ginger snap? Yeah, ginger okay. snap. Why so? They're too bitter. Mm-hmm. 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 Doesn't matter if they're hard, soft, somewhere in between. Colleen, other than uh, your oatmeal raisin I'm having a hard time. I really, um, I don't want a mint anywhere near my cookie. So like, like a mint Oreo or like something with some sort of like mint. I generally would agree filling. with that, except for Milano cookies. I'm all about. I, I'm I'm telling you, I'm struggling with this question because... I'm with you on the oatmeal raisin because I think raisins are just offensive, like I said. Um, but other than that... But how do you feel about like a monster cookie that's got like an oatmeal oh, base? I feel really good about it. I just don't... I don't like oatmeal in my cookies. I do. I'm here for it. Um, it's the it's the raisin piece of the... Yeah. So anything with raisins, I'm like, nah. Or craisins. Don't oh, throw a craisin. Craisins are vile. Craisins are a joke. I don't know why we waste our time with them. It was I the 80s. We thought they were healthy. Yeah, and they're it's they're oh, like it's going to cure your your, your urinary tract infection. No, no, it doesn't mm-hmm. actually do that. Womp, hey, great. Womp. Well, this has been a fun conversation. <laughs> but hey, Will Smith can't go to the Oscars for ten years, oh, and Fig Newtons are just Newtons. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, somebody who's surely uh, going to have some sort of opinion about the fact that Will Smith has been banned from the Oscars for ten years, but also is going to tell us what we should be watching. Our friend Paul from Paul's trip to the movies is joining us after this on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. It's are always so fun because our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us to tell us what we should be watching or not be watching this weekend, uh, depending. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Paul McGuire Grimes, thank you for joining us. Hello, it's great to be here. Hey, Poole. Hello. Uh, okay, so let's get started with a movie that's actually in theaters. Yeah. It's. We've got two that are in theaters. The first one we'll talk about is called Ambulance. This is the new Michael Bay movie. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II as brothers who go and rob a bank and end up, it goes horribly awry, of course. Mm-hmm. There would be a movie if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And they end up hijacking this ambulance with a paramedic and a wounded cop inside. And it becomes this big highway chase throughout Los Angeles. That's the movie. Oh, that sounds fun. It does. And Michael Bay, so you know you're going to have some big it is scenes. M- massive action from start to to finish. I mean, yes, there's exposition. We get to know who these kind of three, tri- this trio of characters are. And then it is off to the races. Explode, like explosive action sequences, chases, FBI cops. I mean, it is as big as my bay can get without being a three hours Transformers movie. Oh, okay. thank you for that. Yeah, agree. Uh, I want to know how your heart did uh, because there's two <sighs> things happening at once. You're getting mm-hmm. the action of Michael Bay, absolutely, and then also you're getting your boyfriend Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he um, he does not disappoint. Okay, he is wearing a cashmere turtleneck mm. and, and everything about him. <laughs> it's too many clothes. It is way too many clothes. <laughs> But I will say, Yaya Abdul-Mateen does take a shirt off at one okay. point, so that is nice. So there's a little something. Uh, so there's a little something. And Jake is hosting SNL this weekend. Oh, yes. Sure yeah, uh, uh, we can only hope. Okay. We'll find out. With Camila Cabello as musical guest. Yes, anyway. okay. Yeah. Um, but I will say about this, like, the way that it's shot is so immersive. The camera is 
always moving. So if you ever like, if you maybe get motion sickness, I would just be warned. We I, I saw do. it at the Dolby Vision at Southdale, mm. which is the one where your seat shakes. Oh, oh movie for no, like no, that. No, you're like, no, no, Bradley, you're not a good candidate for that. <laughs> I'd be looking at the floor constantly. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be yeah. holding. He'd be gripping his popcorn, empty co- popcorn bucket, just right. in case. Exactly, and you will because you will want the big buttery popcorn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just kind of escapism that is fun. And I will say, like, usually these are one note characters in these types of movies. But Jake and Yaya and Isaac Gonzalez, who plays the paramedic, do more to these characters. Like, you actually are invested because they're not, like, there's some turmoil and there's some moral compass issues going on, especially with Yaya's character. And Isa is not just like, oh, femme fatale, I'm stuck on the, on this bus. It's not a bus, but an ambulance. It's it's much like speed. Um, Because you see kind of her trying to figure out how is her motor survival throughout this. So I actually got invested in characters in Michael Bay movie. It does feel like a bad boys in the rock era of Michael Bay. Okay. How, How many? Tickets up. Three and a half out of five. I enjoyed it. Could still be shorter. Okay. I mean, How long are we talking? I think it's like two twelve. Yeah. But for a movie like this, like... it should be a hundred minutes. Yes. You could really snap this down. Bradley, aren't you the one that's been saying like, if you can't tell me the story in, it, in like ninety yeah. minutes, oh, then you then need to it's stop. Not a story. Worth I mean, telling. you know, that said, like the movies that I like, like if you, if you said it was mm-hmm. Dune was two and a half hours, it'd be like good. I get more Dune. But yeah, exactly. for most movies, yeah. I feel like if you're not doing it in 90 minutes, what are you doing? You have to warn it with story or production or something. Ryan, my husband is on the same page. If he, if there's a movie over two hours, he's like, really? Yeah. Do we have to? We have to. Yeah. yeah. Without an intermission. I mean, that's just unrealistic. Well, I mean, Holly age. can't handle it. <laughs> I Bring back the intermission. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. The, the next one, also in theaters. Yeah. This is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. One of the best movies I've seen all year. Wow. Is this that multiverse one? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Tell okay. me about it because one of my um, newfound favorite actresses is in it. Michelle Yeoh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Did you interview her, by the way? No, oh, I okay. wanted to. All right, tell us. Tell okay. Us, so. so it stars Michelle Yeoh, and she's kind of struggling with what we all are, that work-life family balance. Mm-hmm. She runs a laundromat. Her daughter's basically grown up, and now she wants to throw this Chinese New Year party for her father, who's played by James Hong, who's from Minneapolis. Anyway, she ends up having to go meet this IRS agent played by Jamie Lee Curtis. And when she's there, she finds herself in this multiverse from her husband of like these different life choices. What her life would have been like had she made other choices mm. along the way to and where she's at now in life. It is so stunning. And it, it brought me back to seeing movies like The Matrix, being John Malkovich, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah. Mind, where you're like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I don't know where this is going, but I'm loving the ride, and mm-hmm. I know the payoff will be incredible. Because it's abstract, it's obscure, mm-hmm. it's wacko, but then you're like, I get what they're trying to say. I get the themes, at least, and that is what's fascinating. And Michelle Yeoh, performance of a lifetime. Wow, it seems like this is a one that you're going to want to go back and watch again. Oh, absolutely. I mean, once the credits rolled, I was like, I now, now that I know the hook or what it's really about, I now want to see how mm-hmm. the Daniels, this this these two guys named Daniel, mm-hmm. that direct, wrote and directed, how they went and created this whole thing. And then just to experience Michelle Yeoh all over again. And watch it because she's funny. And in one universe... She basically has the career of Michelle Yeoh. So she, you oh. see her like on red carpets, premieres, a Crazy Rich Asians poster. Wow. So there is this meta thing. And to hear her in interviews talking about what this movie means to her and all the facets of her as an actress that she gets to do, it's really incredible. Also, to not get even more meta, but she plays a character who is in a multiverse 
in Star Trek Discovery. Like there are two versions of her. Yes, I need to not start to give spoilers that. away, but yeah. um, oh, that just made my head hurt. Yeah, but she, this me- is not her first multiverse <laughs> role, is what it says. <laughs> right. It's it's really great, and to see then her and Jamie Lee Curtis kind of going after it because Jamie Lee's character is really kind of the antagonist of this movie. Mm. And there's there's the universe where they have like hot dog fingers. I know it doesn't make a lick of sense. But just trust me, when you see it, you will be blown away. Wow. Okay, how many tickets? Four and a half out of five. I cannot wait to see it again. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Everything, so that's everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And those are both, both Ambulance and Everything, Everywhere, All at Once are both in theaters yes. as we speak. Yes. Now, if okay. you're like, I can't go to a theater, I don't have time. I will bet that Ambulance will at some point be on Peacock because okay. it's a universal movie and okay. universal movies are on Peacock. Okay. But that said, you kind of, when you're going to engage Michael Bay, you you want, you want the full experience. Yeah, I do. Right? Like my living room does not do it justice. No. And that's, I think, a conversation that so many of us are having of like, where yeah. do I want to, what's going to be the best for this either series or movie or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Paul from Paul's trip to the movies. You can find out more. Uh, You can see great celebrity interviews on his YouTube channel. Paul's trip to the movies. Follow him on all of the social media. Thank you for coming. Thanks, Paul. Paul. Now, uh, I want to get everybody ready because when we come back, we're going to play a little game. That game is called Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot. And what we need is somebody to call 651-641-1071 who's willing to be the contestant. You will win nothing, but you may win bragging rights because your job will be to listen to three crazy stupid idiots and then tell us which one you think is the real crazy stupid idiot two are not real two are imaginary one is real which one is the real story you'll have to tell us 651-641-1071 who wants to play spot the crazy stupid idiot after this on my talk 1071 Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we are going to play a little game. Uh, this one is a crazy, stupid idiot game, though. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. But today, the task before our lucky contestant, Sam, is to listen to each of us share our crazy, stupid idiot stories and know that two of them are made up and one of them is is real and sam your mission should you choose to accept it which you already have because you called uh is to spot the crazy stupid idiot are you up for this sam absolutely okay now what qualifies you do you believe to spot the crazy stupid idiot oh my god i've been listening to you guys forever and this is a great idea to have people call in and find them i just hope i do well we hope you You will you will sam you sit right there kick back relax and listen to some crazy stupid idiots shall i go first yes okay so we are going to lincoln nebraska all right what's going on in lincoln Uh, and there we will meet 32 year old jeffrey connor hutchins as we know three names means he's a winner is a criminal. Uh, okay, so he was arrested on Tuesday after burglarizing uh, a business that was owned. It was actually a coffee shop. 
that's owned by Albert and Laura Olson. And they're a couple and they've got this lovely coffee shop that all the locals love. And uh, he was arrested. Jeffrey Connor Hutchins was arrested at 3 a.m. on Tuesday. Uh, Police were called to the shop after they received a a notification that the alarm at the business was going off. And they got there and the front window was broken. Okay. And so they were like, okay, the window's broken. They go in and they see a rock sitting there. And they're like, okay, so this rock was apparently used to break the window. And then upon further investigation, they realize that the till is gone. The... um, Cash register. Cash register is gone. And they also noticed that some of the pastries uh, in the pastry case were also gone. But something else was gone. The burglar. Well, yeah, the burglar doesn't usually stick around. Yeah. So they couldn't find him. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, well, okay. And they, you know, they did whatever crime scene stuff they had to do, but... They were able to find 32-year-old Jeffrey Connor Hutchins. How, you ask? And this is the crazy, stupid, idiot moment. Okay. Well, they got a local tip after they learned that he had streamed the entire crime spree live on Instagram. Oh. There was video that showed Mr. Hutchins throwing... He live-streamed his own crime. crime. That's smart. There was video of him throwing this rock through the business window, and it happened to be the rock that was there that they leave outside the door to prop the door open when they need to prop the door open. And then they he had it, the live thing going while he took the cash register out, and then he took a tray of bagels, and he made off with that. They were able to track him down at his home, and uh, he's being charged so, with first-degree burglary. Yeah, so maybe don't stream your crime live on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, all he right. He seemed to enjoy himself. He had a fun time. And he got, and some, he got bagels. some bagels out of the deal. Yeah. Uh, where are we going next, Bradley? Uh, is it my turn? My turn? turn? Okay, you we're go. going to Pennsylvania. And I want to tell you about a woman who's facing drug charges. And this is after police say they found some stuff. Well, you know, drug charges, drugs, police stuff. That's mm-hmm. not particularly crazy stupidity at worthy, no, is it? That's very garden variety. I want to tell you about 46-year-old Allison Lynn Carmichael. She's from Beaver, Beaver, Pennsylvania. Oh. I actually have family, oddly, from Beaver, Pennsylvania. I've never been. And um, she is now facing felony trafficking and possession counts following a traffic stop on Tuesday. Again, pretty garden variety. Mm-hmm. But, um, so they stopped her. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they witnessed her vehicle swerving in and out of oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And you can imagine yeah. that when they pulled her over, uh, they were like, oh, something doesn't seem right with this lady. So they got consent to search her belongings, mm-hmm. and they discovered a large amount of something. And that something is actually pretty common. So this is not the crazy, stupid idiot portion of the show. Mm-hmm. This was just some garden variety experience. Emphasis on the garden. Would you like to imagine? Uh, it's weed. Yeah. Yeah, drugs. Deputies weed. discovered a large amount of marijuana stuffed into her purse, and she was summarily oh. taken into custody. Mm. Again, nothing to see here. Nothing no. unusual. It wasn't until a routine search at county jail where guards discovered Ms. Carmichael was hiding something else. I'm just now, curious because this was in Beaver, Pennsylvania, if that's any <laughs> indicator. 
No. Okay. Just, no, it's not nature's pocket. Okay, but somewhere on Ms. Carmichael, oh. aged 46, Allison Lynn Carmichael, they found something else contraband on her person. On her person. Something yes. else contraband. Mm-hmm. They found, they found some, uh, some uh, undeclared fruit from a foreign country no they did not find it was actually more drugs oh Um, okay in fact they found thc wax Mm. somewhere in her lipstick case well think about in her wax in her ears it wasn't until a routine search at the county jail where guards discovered miss carmichael was hiding additional contraband dot 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 in her ears. After failing to respond to simple commands, guards noticed the suspect repeatedly putting fingers, her fingers in her ears. Upon further inspection... God, it wasn't somebody else. Right, that'd be kind of creepy. <laughs> Upon further inspection, one female guard observed what appeared to be a waxy plug in each of her Ugh. ears. Tests later confirmed the substance to be THC wax. That's disgusting. She now faces three years in jail if convicted. That's so gross. That's <laughs> nasty. That's na- that is super nasty. But nasty. you know what? Creative, right? Like your ears, you got wax in your ears. Yeah. Just, okay. It's like those, man, I've been targeted by YouTube ads that I'm sorry, they go Holly. in a couple of seconds in and then they're like, look at all this weird uh, wax and no. okay. get out. Okay, no, gross. No, 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 thanks. No, 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 no. That's no. nasty. And uh, nope. Holly Roberts. Yeah. Where are we going next? Oh, we're going to Alabama. Alabama. We're going to Lauderdale County uh, where Benjamin Smith was arrested last week. He's been charged with second degree arson and third degree burglary. Now, that does not make a crazy, stupid idiot. Those no, you got to do something a little bit more. Yeah, well, he got those charges when he entered into a mobile home, and then he set it on fire. But it's what he used to set this mobile home on fire that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Was it a relative? Oh, no. Okay. No, I didn't no. know if maybe someone had deceased, and he thought he was going to send them off. Oh, sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, no. Um. Did he light his fart on fire and then oh, it... Oh, God. What? And then it ignited the whole place? Tragically, no. Uh, Tragically? Uh, Tragically. Yeah. Um, was it a flaming bag of dog dew? No. But, you know, you guys are kind of close uh. because what Benjamin Smith used is a roll of toilet paper that he set on fire... And then lit the mobile home on Why fire. Why did he as set toilet paper on fire? Yeah, right. Doesn't he know that that there was a huge shortage and <laughs> that is valuable? Apparently not. Okay. And now he's been arrested. Okay. By Benjamin Smith. If you were an ice cream, your name would be <laughs> Pralines and, and toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we have three crazy, stupid idiots. Two of them are false, and one of them actually happened. Sam is here to determine which one is the real one. Now, Sam, this is what you're choosing from. You are choosing from the Instagram streaming burglar. You are choosing from the THC earwax or the toilet paper mobile home inferno. Which one do you think is the real crazy, stupid idiot? 
Okay, I, can I just make my? Uh, I just want to go backwards on this. Yeah. Um, I gotta say that the, the toilet guy. Um, I think that that really would happen, but I don't think that's it. And um, the drug uh, in the ears. Um, it's that's very funny. Um, and I really should go for that because that is the craziest, weirdest thing. And you guys have really crazy <laughs> stuff, but. I want to go with this coffee thing because I actually worked in coffee shops and, and they have been burglarized before. So I'm going to go with the Insta- Instagram coffee person, number I lo- one. I love how you applied logic yes. to this. This is a wonderful development. Yes, thank you for oh, yes, showing I, your I, work, I, Sam. I to wait, wait, don't. Oh, sorry, I won't go into that. <laughs> no, we know what you're talking about. It's okay. We know exactly what you're talking about. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, the question is, is the real crazy, stupid idiot the coffee shop burglar who streamed it on Instagram, Sam? Oh, Sam. Sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. Do you have a second guess, Sam? Okay, then then I'm just going to go with my instinct to say it's the nuttiest thing and not the practical thing, which is number two. Holly? I like you. You know, Sam, I do want to just congratulate you, though, because what you did was identify the levels of crazy in each of these stories perfectly well. You just didn't know which one was correct. Thank you, Bradley. Thank you, Colleen. I feel so this this made my day. You really did. Well, you made ours, Sam. Thank you so much for playing Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot uh, and have a great day when we cut you harder. Look, it's a little harder than it looks. It seriously is. Uh Well, because to his point, like you literally, I, I mean, None of the stories that we've told are beyond the realm of stories we've told. Trust. Yeah. Yes. We've told less crazy and we've told crazier. Yeah. I mean, if we told the Horton, uh, Tim Horton's doo-doo lady story, people would think we made that up. Yeah. But that's not a Timbit. That actually happened. Thank you, Holly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, now we get to play a game. That game is called the Throwback. We'll do that after this on My Talk 107.1.